When you were a kid, did your mom or your teacher ever pull you to the side and say, kiddo, I know you hear me, but are you listening? What's the difference between hearing and listening? Welcome to A Servant's Heartbeat. My name is Kristen. Thank you for listening and allowing myself as well as others that have been on the podcast with me to share our heartbeat for the kingdom of God with you. Now, I will say right off the bat that we use these words, hearing and listening, interchangeably all the time. The point of the devotion is to shine light on the actions that should be associated with our hearing and listening. I can recall all too vividly being occupied with something in my room as a kid, and especially as a teenager, my mom would call my name or yell for me to do something. Maybe it was something that she needed me to do, and I heard her. (laughs) But rather or not, I responded to what I heard. Well, Mama, that's, that's kind of a different story. And it didn't take long before Mama showed up at my bedroom door saying, hey, I, I know you heard me. <laughs> Any parents listening may be relating to this right now. Or maybe you've, you've said these words to someone or someone has said this to you. I know you heard me, but are you listening? And many a times we have heard somebody give instructions to us. But were we listening? You know, when I receive instructions, I may go and do the exact opposite of what that person asked me to do. And that in itself communicates, yes, I heard you, but I'm choosing not to listen. Again, we use the words hearing and listening interchangeably. But perhaps one way to think about this is that hearing can be passive. It just happens without us really thinking about it. We hear lots of things, whether we intend to hear them or not. It just happens. For example, you pull into a gas station to a gas pump with a very expensive um, gas amount. Boy, how about those gas prices, y'all? And the car next to you is blaring music. Well, in that situation, you can't help but to hear. It's involuntary. It's passive. It's just there. But even though I'm hearing that blaring music, I can choose whether or not I will engage myself in listening to the words of that song or of that music. And when I begin to listen, it's no longer passive. It's active. Active listening. Many of you have no doubt heard many messages preached, heard Bible studies taught, and heard biblical teaching. We sit in a church service on Sundays hearing the Word of God. So imagine the Lord comes up to you during that service and taps you on the shoulder and says, hey kiddo, I know you hear me, but are you listening? Romans 10 17 says, So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We can sit in a church service and hear the man of God preach, but am I really listening to what God is saying? Our actions communicate 
a lot about how well we choose to listen. While obedience isn't the topic of our devotion today, listening and obedience are very closely connected. How can I obey without first learning to listen? We all know that person that you've tried to give instructions to. And before you even get finished explaining, that person's already off to the races to complete the task without fully taking the time to listen and understand what you were trying to tell them. How many times have you tried to explain a point to somebody and they were like, yeah, 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 I, I, I got this, without allowing you to finish what you were trying to explain? They were hearing you, but were they listening? A moment ago, I mentioned, how can I obey without first learning to listen? Well, a quick search on the Google about active listening will give you articles and studies that have been done on just this topic, active listening. And this is taught in in the business world. It's taught in college classrooms because it's been proven that people won't retain or comprehend what they hear unless they learn to listen with intention, listening on purpose. So what I'd like to do from here is talk about how active listening applies to our relationship with the Lord. Several skills and techniques have been noted to improve our listening abilities. So let's take those ideas and think about how I can apply that to my walk with God. I've heard this so much recently that there are lots of voices that we can hear in our hour. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has a platform. Just jump on the social media for a few minutes and you'll hear lots of things. But a key voice that I want to learn to listen to is the Lord. So let's learn to listen. First thing, attention. We did a devotion about this already. So go back and listen to that one if you missed it. But there is an all out fight for your attention. And sometimes we give our attention away very easily to things of lesser importance. Name that attention-getting giant in your life. Identify what pulls on your attention the most. Rather than letting something steal your attention, intentionally give your attention to God. So in a church service, this may look like taking notes on what is being preached. At home, this may look like putting your phone on do not disturb mode while you're reading your Bible or while you're praying When you're out and about or in the middle of washing dishes, this may look like stopping just for a moment to say, Lord, I acknowledge you. I just wanted to take a moment to intentionally give you my attention and let you know, Lord, I sure do love you. The second thing, eye contact. Psalms 121 verse 1 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. Psalms 32 and 8 says, this is the Lord talking, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Talk about eye contact with the Lord. Are my eyes upon the Lord? That's part of active listening. That's the direction that my help comes from. 
And according to Psalms 32 and 8, that's also the direction my instruction and teaching comes from. I don't just want to hear it. Lord, teach me to listen and obey. Any shopper out there can be with me on this one. If you're looking at something long enough in the store or in your online shopping cart long enough, we will eventually want to buy it, (laughs) obtain it. I gotta have it. So when it comes to listening to the Lord, I have to ask myself, where have my eyes been? Because what I'm looking to, it's going to take my attention away. And it's going to it's going to want to make me have that thing. Have I looked towards satisfying my pleasures more than pleasing my God? Lord, have I looked to you today? Have I looked to his word today? I want to make eye contact with the Lord. I will lift up my eyes till the hills and he will guide me with his eye. The third thing, be okay with silence. When you're talking to a person, a break in conversation can give you both an opportunity to think and reflect about what was just spoken. We often see this example in a biblical sense applied in Psalms. So Psalms chapter three, three and four, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Selah. A moment just to pause and stop and think. <laughs> I'm listening to the words that, that the Lord is writing to us, that he's communicating to us. He's a shield, the glory and the lifter of mine head. Just stop for a moment. Listen. Think about that. One of my favorite verses is in Psalms 61. And in verse two, it says, from the end of the earth, will I cry out unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And then to skip down in verse four, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Selah. Just stop and think about that for a second. Oh, a place to abide. Oh, a place to trust in. In personal application, this may this this moment of silence or being okay with silence may look like reading the word of God and stopping just to listen and give God space to speak. I know this may be different for all of us, but as a personal application or a personal example, the majority of the devotions that I do come out of a moment of silence with the Lord. It's just my regular old daily Bible reading time. And I come across a verse or a portion of scripture that sticks out to me just a bit. And rather than continuing on with my reading, I stop and take a moment just to be quiet and listen. And honestly, I think this is the most exciting part of daily Bible reading to me, the anticipation of what the Lord wants to say this morning. I you know that just the thought of waking up thinking, Lord, what would you like to say this morning? I'm listening. I'm, I'm eager to hear from you, Lord. And there are many other techniques to, to active listening, but I think those hit the main points. So the question I asked before, I know you're hearing me, 
but are you listening? Proverbs 4 and 1 says, Hear, ye children, the instruction of a father. Attend, actively listen, to know and understand. Oh, what spiritual growth and depth of relationship with the Lord we can have by learning to listen. We retain so much more by learning to listen. Psalms 119.16 says, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. I'm going to do all I can, Lord, to retain what you're telling me. I don't want it to go in one ear and out the other. I heard it. (laughs) I'm hearing you, Lord, but I want to listen well enough, Lord, not just to where I hear it and it's gone, but Lord, something happens when you begin to speak and I begin to listen. I'm actively engaged with what you're saying, Lord. Proverbs 4 and 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. I'll retain a whole lot more of the wisdom and godly counsel that is shared with me if I'll learn to listen, not just hear it, but listen. How can I obey without first learning to listen? One day I want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Lord, help me to be a servant that hears and listens. In 1 Samuel, the Lord is calling out to, to Samuel. And, you know, Samuel's like, hey, who's, who's calling me? So he goes to Eli, the priest, and, and Eli gives him a little guidance. So in 1 Samuel 3 and 10, the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. I hear you, Lord. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm giving you my attention. My eyes are on you. And I'm okay with the silence. (laughs) Just to take a moment to say, Lord, I hear you. And I'm listening. 